The voice of the king. Friday Nasicha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and a Jumma Mubarak to all of our listeners today being the 5th of August also corresponding with the 1st of the Qada inshallah 1437 and a Jumma Mubarak to each and every one of our listeners indeed. Our Nasiha program this morning is with Malana Asim Qasim and Malana speaks about unity of the Ummah inshallah. Now Malana is also just a brief um, and, and Malana doesn't really want this introduction I'm sure but Malana is currently the chairperson of Sanzaf Western Cape and also the Imam at the Siddiqui Masjid in El River for many years, alhamdulillah. But if you want to look for a community person, um, you know, somebody to share some humor with you, somebody to be serious with you, then indeed, Malana Asim Qasim is one of those persons, alhamdulillah. Malana, welcome, as alaikum, and a Jumma Mubarak to Malana as well. Malana, we speak about unity of the Ummah, subhanallah. And if one looks just two days ago, we had the elections, and one wonders how this marry in as well, you know, um, we speak about unity of the Ummah um, on a daily basis. Um, sometimes it's, there's not even unity within the family. Subhanallah. So I think, you know, how do we start and where do we start? Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Ashadu la ilaha illallah wa liyu salihin. Wa ashadu anna rasulhidun mursaleen. Salawatullahi wa salamahu alayhim ajma'in. And Aisha, this is such an important thing, an important quality of a mu'min. But it's also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam many ways and means to create this unity among the ummah. The Quran Allah says, Inna hadhi ummatukum ummatan wahida wa anna rabbukum fa'abudun. Really this ummah is a one ummah. And I am your Lord. Fa'abudun. So all of you pray together. So if we look at how this ummah can be united, and the best way is for the Ummah to unite is to make sure that we follow the direction of Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The one way is Islam encourages us to make Salah with Jama'ah. Because Salah with Jama'ah is 27 times more rewarding than Salah individual. When you make Salah to, together, then you also have to greet the person next to you, Indeed. whether he is older than you, younger than you, uh, color different to you, uh, background different to you, you greet him. Because even if you don't greet his hand, take his hand. But the moment you say, Assalamu alaikum, you mean you greet those who are on your right hand side, and you greet the other side, you greet those who are on the left hand side. So this is part of creating a united ummah. It's so the first gathering. And the second gathering, which is a bigger gathering, we come to today, Yom Jumwa. So you can't make Jumwa at home. You can be outsalik and you can make, you have to be in a congregation. Indeed. So you have to go to Jumwa. And then Jumwa then becomes the part where you, a bigger crowd comes together. Again, it's to unite the Ummah. Showcase unity. Besides that, Islam will give you another step higher. When it comes to our Eid, and the best Eid Salah is an Eid Musallah, Eid Gah, and an Eid Salah, sure. Eid Musallah. Get up, we don't used to Eid Musallah, but if you go to the Tala and the Transvaal, you have an Eid Musallah, where they call it Eid Gah, where more people come together. So no more, only the whole town, now a few towns come together and they make an Eid Musallah. 
And then, the gain. After it, it's Allah, everybody says, Ibn Barak, Slamat, and Ibn Barak, so it means more people come together. And then besides that, the bigger coming together, I say, Ongokuf. Right? So Ongokuf, millions come together. No more hundreds, it's gone to, from tens to hundreds to thousands. To now it comes to millions of people come together. And this makes supposed to be uh, the earmark for today. How we must look at those who are going for Hajj. How do you fit in into this big Ummah as a unity Ummah? And I think that will be the, 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 the class of how we look at it. Before we go to the bigger one, okay, okay, let's, let's do the, the, the largest group together. After Arafah, it's a bigger gathering. It's the day of Qiyamah. Then everybody has to be together. Whether you like it or whether you can afford it or not afford it, you will come together. Okay, and the worst part of Arafah, of the, of the Yagum al Qiyamah, that everybody will stand naked. So then I said, Ya Rasulullah, when people will look at my, my, my aura, well, you know, people will be so entrenched or cross with their own mind, with their own sense, and their own position, they won't even look at what you're having on, what you're not having on. And as your Kiyama goes on, as your good deeds will cover your body. SubhanAllah. Right? You look the one before this, and Arafah have less clothes on the poor men, you know. Yes. Allah Subhanahu spoiled women a lot, you know. <laughs> right. <I> know. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a normal dressing on, on Arafah. The poor men must walk without shoes; can only wear slippers. The poor men, the whole few days without underwear, he have two cloths around him, which is a m- most uncomfortable position physically, but it's also a most conscious time to be always conscious that what, if I stand, I sit, I walk, I think, I speak, I eat, everything must be conscious of how, because of this mere fact, that symbol of ihram is on me. So if you look at all these gatherings coming together to showcase a unified ummah, we can have difference of opinion, hadith says, difference in my ummah is a mercy but it doesn't mean it must be a cause of a split you know like we, the that before we started uh, two days ago we had this election yes. and it caused more a split of different Muslim groups but it is also for their own decision this is my personal view each of them is running for his own pocket and it's very it's very it's very rare and politicians run <laughs> for the the soul of the ummah, so you can they, they, they can fool us. You can fool some people sometime. You know, you can't fool all of us. But don't <laughs> they always say that politics is it's a dirty game? It's dirty. So this is for their own pockets. If it is easy, is it easy? Mashallah, right? But at the end of the day, it mustn't leave us as split the groups. Must still make us a, a united ummah. Mm-hmm. I can differ with you in, in policies. I can differ with you with, with your view. I can differ with this, but we are still one ummah. We are still ummah of Rabbi sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And if you can keep that as a yardstick, whenever a person makes salah and he's got differences 
with people in the con in the, in the breakup community, something wrong with his salah. Something, not something wrong with salah, something yes. wrong with his salah. And if you are a Juma'a attendee on other than Juma'as, and, and I can't speak to I can't be part of the community, then I must wonder something wrong with my Juma'a. And if I go for Eid Musalla and Eid Day, Masjid is full, mashallah. And there's nothing wrong to say Masjid is full. It's, it's true. But if that is a showcase of a united Ummah, and if I am the, the crossbar, as yes. I did Dwarz Balkas, right? Then, and I split the community, something wrong with my Ijala. And the people go for Hajj. And you can't be the one that is keeping people together. Something wrong with your Hajj. Not with Hajj. Hajj is about that, about your unity. Yes. You know, so nothing wrong with the Salah and with the Hajj and with the Jumwa. Something wrong with my Salah or with my Jumwa or with my or with my Hajj. Because the, when we say, you know, if you look at the part of the time of Hajj and people are going for Hajj, if you look for the past ten years, uh, South Africa only got two hundred to two and a half thousand Hajjats. Yes. In the past, it was, it was between five thousand and eight thousand people going for Hajj. If you look at the past 10 years of 2,500 people, it means about 25,000 people have gone for Hajj. So 25,000 people must be more united now. SubhanAllah, that's true. <laughs> 25,000 people must be, be more beloved to one another. And 25,000 people must be more Allah conscious. Allah save us, it must be against our trend. I mean, inshallah. If you have gone for Hajj, and if I'm going for Hajj, then I should look in the mirror, introspect, and ask, where am I in the community? Where am I in this Ummah? Where am I in the Muslim community? Am I the one that pulls one side? Am I the one that pulls the other side? Or do I really say, when I've gone to say La Baik? Now, we will say La Baik only means, oh Allah, mm -hmm. I'm here. It actually means, oh Allah, I'm here to follow the commands that you have put down. Oh Allah, I am here to serve your ummah. Ya Allah, I'm here to serve you. Ya Allah, I'm here, I'm, I'm availing myself. Or it becomes love service, and I only say these words. Or it has got a meaning behind it, where I say, Labaik. Where, oh Allah, I'm here. I'm here to serve your deen. I'm here to protect this ummah. I'm here to help this ummah. Because even really, if we do this, we are about to create a better ummah. So the Sahaba asked, Ya Rasulullah, what is a mal hajjul mabarur? What is a hajj mabarur? We will say, Ya Allah, grant your hajj mabarur mm -hmm. mabarur. And we come also a lot of love service, you know. Because before we, we, we say that, and that the person that has goes, he say, May Allah forgive me, please forgive me, uh, sin set or intentional, unintentionally, and not knowing or not knowing. If you owe somebody, you know you owe him. So you first pay your debt before you go for Hajj. Yes. If you have said something wrong to a person, you don't say knowing or unknowingly. You know what you said. You're suffering of Alzheimer's when you go for Hajj. 
So you know exactly what they have said. So you say to them, I've done wrong to you, brother, give him off. I don't do give him off. Right? That is, uh, don't use ambiguous words and somehow along the line. And now, before I go, watch now I want to go make mouth uh, and a bit of people gun by my head. And I'm about to say, okay, fine, uh, you can come back and pay me. No! Because you're going with haram money then, somebody else's money. And I think, you know, and, and Marlon, on that note, one looks at uh, what Marlon is mentioning is that, you know, one, look, one should look at your character and your own behavior always. You know, the part of you know, I'm telling you that this is now, this is our experience. We'll always speak bad about other countries' hajis. Now, this is a whole one umman. You know, you're looking at one umma, not some African umman, one umma. You know, if you can't respect uh, another nation, and you will have to speak bad about that nation that spits, and that nation that doesn't smell so nice, and that their clothes are dirty. What we're actually doing, and we are in, st- like I'm a guest of Allah when I go for Hajj, everybody else there is the guest of Allah. So I'm actually insulting the guest of Allah where in Allah's house. How? In front of Allah. How do we build a, a community if we ever criticize everybody else? As if I'm assume I'm sinless. We come here because we say, to be I come here with lots of sins. Well, I think on that note, we need to go for us. Our listeners do stay tuned. And I'm sure, you know, all those who judge that will be departing, you know, it's a lesson for all of us, inshallah. Stay tuned. Friday Nasikha on The Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi and Juma Mubarak to each and every one of our listeners tuned in this morning. We have Maulana Asim Qasim in Syria with us speaking about unity of the Ummah and Maulana is so aptly explaining about, you know, the travel of Hajj, um, subhanAllah, and how we should be united, but also touching on um, the various aspects of where unity um, is being built on a daily basis, such as your Salah, your Juma, the Eid um, that we um, attend as well as the Hajj. Um, Maulana, you, you've, you've, you've spoken about, um, uh, should we say, the day of judgment of Qiyamah as well but I think best that we start where you've just ended once again inshallah Maulana and I <coughs> say you know when people go for Hajj and we have this because part of this part of unity to have Hajj is part of unity so the person asks what is a Hajj Mabarur Nabi replied Tibul Kalam wa Ta'am Speak nicely. It is so, I'm telling you, we don't know where people come from. We come from an urban area, everything is by us. We know a lift, we know an escalator, we know everything. The people coming there from a small island in Bali, from an island there in Honakok, where nobody, they never saw that. Now we think it is, it is something far-fetched. People that stays in Khanatendal, Omid Raibe Os. In the Okhanatendal, in greater area there, there's no one, not one lift, there's only one escalator. Suppose his whole life stayed there, now he's going for Hajj. When he comes to an escalator, he doesn't know this thing is running by itself. You know, he's about to be scared for it. So he, and he never saw so many people. Do you push him forward? Do you push him out of the way? Or do you also help the person? 
but you also speak nicely. Yes. You know, and one of the best things of Nabi Sallallahu coming coming from Makkah in his Hijrah, and he came to Medina. So everybody's asking, what was his first speech when he came to Medina? We know, yeah, you see, people saying, Tala al-Badru alayna, as he came to Medina. Right? And we know all those things. But what was his first speech of creating a Muslim country, a Muslim environment? So he said to people in Medina, as he said, his first speech to the, of a, to the nation was, Ya Iwan Nas. Oh, oh, you people. Not to the Muslims, because Muslims were very few. They were Jews, they were Majusi, they were Christians in Medina. A lot of people there. He said, Ya Iwan Nas. Afshu Salam. Greet everybody. Part of United people, you greet first. Therefore, the hadith says, Badiyo bi salam, bari amin al kibar. The one who initiates salam is free of kibar. Because everybody must greet me after Maulana. Yes. You know, they don't have respect, they don't greet Maulana. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi used to greet even the small boys. That is. Again, going back to the master that taught us unity. If we keep to his recipe, that is one of the things. Greet people. Make sure that this become part of my speech that I greet. Salamu alaikum. The whole world is admiring us how we greet. The words that we say. You know? And if we can be on Hajj, or part of our lifetime, or part of our culture must be, and Rasulullah said, you know, Salim ala man arafta ala man lam ta'arif. Greet to those whom you know, and those whom you don't know also. Part of our, our you know, United Ummah is to start greeting first. And if you greet first, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they reply also, if the person doesn't reply, Alhamdulillah, Allah will reply to you, that Salam will be on you. The malaika make dua, that salam will be on you. Peace will be on you also. So the first of Allah's words to the people was, Afshu salam. Again, we go back to the hadith of, what is hadith mabrur? Tibul kalam wa at'aimu ta'am. Feed people. We have, you know, Cape Town, we, we're very fortunate, you know, alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. Many things, people go for hajj, we almost were begated, give him something, give him hadiyah. Yes. So put it in the envelope or idea. So we have a lot of money, man. We have, alhamdulillah. So when we say, share also. That's so the second words when we came to Adina, speak to the nation was, Afshu salam wa ata'imu ta'am. Greet people and feed people. What's it going to cost us if I buy a cup of tea to buy to the neighbor's person behind me here? Yeah? Also a cup of tea. Can you ask me to want more milk or more, more sugar? Yeah. Serve the ummah. Learn to be. Don't expect people to serve us. Serve the ummah. Don't expect food for yourself. You can buy food, alhamdulillah. But there are those that can't afford. And that part of it was one of the good things. So I was always in Medina. Nice sheikh. Took sit in the morning after Fajr. He said once part in the haram day. And after Asr, he came there. So everybody comes to him. So I also, a few times, also went there. So I asked him, uh, I'm about to leave Medina. Sheikh, have some advice? He said, make sure that before you leave Medina, give sadaqa to Ahlul Medina. Give some sadaqa to the people of Medina. SubhanAllah, what great advice. Small advice, great advice. 
somehow, so he asked people sitting there who ask him, did he eat already? I said, no, he didn't. So my, well, I heard this about giving sadaqah, so I, I, I donated my, my, my portion and to give sadaqah. This man didn't want the money I gave him. He only wanted to have one bucket of dal. Three riyal. He only wanted money. But it's so important at times to take advice and act on the advice. So he asked me, are you from Medina? He said, yes, I was from Medina. She so stayed there, born here, she bought a bread here. That's an old man. This is how, if we go, if we greet people. Secondly, feed people. The beggars that comes there, you don't, you've got no right to give them. Because they are amateur beggars. They are professional beggars. Yes. Right? Islam doesn't encourage begging. But if you see somebody, and you can give sadaqah to anybody, to Muslim, non-Muslim, poor, rich, you can give anybody sadaqah. Right? So make sure that you, you feed somebody while being on Hajj. Because that person might make to uh, the right time, the right moment, the right, so, so they did the right place. You know? And try to learn not to just accept. You know, if you look at the Saudi of the people of, of, of Makkah, Medina, on a Thursday evening and Monday evening, people fast, how much they bring there. And I just say, Shukran. Learn to say Afwan also, but man. Somebody else say to you, to you, Shukran. Yes. Right? Rasulullah taught us that the hand on top is better than the hand at the bottom. And mean the giver is better than the receiver. Stop receiving. When we go for Hajj, everyone is already giving us lavats. So we're already receiving. Now it's time to give. Or you can have a nice shopping, or you can use all that money to give sadaqah. Somehow, but every day. So make sure constantly to give once over to 200 real is nothing. But to give every day al istiqama fokal karama in a steadfastness make sure every day I made a budget of this this is part of my lifestyle because this can unite the ummah then I cannot like I sit in the queue tomorrow somebody else can always stay in the queue so afshu salam wa atu'aymu ta'am and feed people and then wasilul arham join family ties Join family ties. It's not easy. Let's say you're a aunt by this sister. Right? It is not yeah. easy to keep family together. But because it's a challenge, therefore it is rewarding. You see? Sil man katak. Join family ties without that one, they cut you off. And my brother doesn't want to talk to me, so I must make more time and build my family with him. Because I bet a, a united community, a united family, will make a united community. So now you go on. It's difficult, yes. And all of our families isn't Salih. Even Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his own uncle wasn't Muslim. His two own uncles was his arch enemy. Abu Jahl, Abu Lahab, they were all his close family. His uncles, his paternal uncles, they were fighting him, but they couldn't speak bad about him. Indeed. <laughs> they, they hated yes. him for what, they, what, they, what he's doing, but he's a person, his character made them never speak bad about, him, about himself. Now, about Hajj, it's about akhlaq. How do I act and conduct myself 
I'm living here. I'm a journey. So I had that akhlaq. When I get there, it is not easy to travel. Indeed. Right? So if you have your family ties, you have salam, afshu salam, wa'ata imutu'am, wasil arham, keep them ties together. Now, now we maybe go for hajj. The first time we, we, we see those people, you know, I, I can never, I can't live with him and I can't be, and I don't agree Sharing with him. accommodation. But, 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 now, but now you must now go for hajj, you must go say them off for the family yes. stuff, you know. Learn to say, this is the last time I will go ask Maf. I'd rather keep the peace. I will keep the peace because it is so difficult. Now for Hajj now, it's like putting the gun to your head now. They must say, Allah Maf no ma. And they must not give good before Hajj. Right? So if you said something to your own brother, to your own nephew, to your own brother, brother-in-law, or sultan-in-law, make it right. Because the big, bigger gathering is the day of Qiyamah. And we have to stand there, and we have no choice to next to whom I can stand. I have no choice at who was in front of me and who was in behind me. Right? So Allah might put all those who argue in dunya, and might put all those who argue in dunya, put it next to you in, 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 in the akhirah or in the day of Qiyamah. So that is, if we have, the remedy is there. We just have to follow the steps, follow Abigail together. Follow when we go to Jumma. I said to those who doesn't like me, you know. So I said next to him, Allah must remove the hatred from my heart. Allah must remove the pain from my heart because I make the step first. <laughs> right now comes the Isla because to our own friends, stick to our own group. Or I make sure Allah remove my dirty heart, dirt, and put me on those that my heart must be clean. Leave the other people. Stop blaming the world. Yes. Stop blaming everybody else. And part of Tawbah and making right is to say, Abu ulaka bin ni'matika alayya wa abu ubidhambi. I admit all those ni'mas Allah gave me. And I also admit my mistakes. I admit my sins. I admit it. I've done it wrong. So therefore, it's part of our Reconciling and making this ummah one ummah is to first greet everybody from my side. I greet first. Secondly, feed people from my side. Don't look at who, who, who I can also give. The, I must give. Yes. Thirdly, I join family ties. I keep the family together. It's not easy. I'm not was about yes man. I'm not going to be my cast on Right? So they have to keep us on our toes. And no family is aloof of that I pray family has got that look at the family of Nabi Noor his own son go against him Malala can we just before we go into the family of Nabi Noor just go for air break inshallah to listeners stay tuned Friday Nasikha on the voice of the Cape Assalamu alaikum and indeed a warm welcome once again to our Nasiha program this beautiful Friday, mashallah. A Mubarak day indeed and a day of unity once again with Jumu'ah and Jama'at, inshallah. So we focus on the unity of our Ummah and uh, we have Maulana Asim Qasim in Syria with us and Maulana speaks about um, just before we went on the outbreak of the um, family of Nabi Adam alayhi salam. Nabi Nuh alayhi salam. Nabi Nuh alayhi salam, you know, if you look at family, it's his own son, 
tells him sa'awi ila jabali ya'sim in the name and I will go on the highest mountain I'm not going to go with you into the ark yeah yes still tell his son today there's no any other way come with me encourage his son so but he didn't son didn't listen but he didn't cut him off from his son Nabi Lut's wife left him also imagine you, you're the Nabi and you're the leader, and your wife goes against your grain, against the grain, and you have to still carry on still. Abu Bakr, the Allah's son, he fighting battle of Badr, and he tells his father, you came twice under my sword and I pulled away. Abu Bakr said, no, for Allah's sake, if you had to come once under my sword, I would have pulled away once. But also, his son also went against the grain. So in our family, we don't have all salih people. But the swat scarf must be small. I'm not going to be a swat scarf, yes. That doesn't mean I doesn't want to recognize my family. So if I recognize my family and I keep good ties with yes. my family, they have Qiyama, Allah will keep us together. Or mm-hmm. we will be scattered as a family even the day of Qiyama. Now, if you look at the advice of Sulaqib, you know, as he came into, into Medina, Afshu Salam, Wa Atay Wa Ta'am, Wa Salatul Arham, and as the last one, he say, Tadakhurul Jannata bis Salam. You will enter in Jannah, and everybody will greet you, Salam. Three things, how difficult is it to greet? How difficult is it to share what I have? How difficulty, how difficult is it to keep family together? You don't have to live with them, you don't have to marry your family, but you have to keep good, good uh, ties. You have to at least make sure that I'm the one that breaks up the family. I'm the one that does all the bickering that the family has to break up. Three things you must do. I was say, promise you, you will enter Jannah with salam. I mean, everybody tell you salam. The Malaika will call you and say, Salaamu Alaikum Udukhul. Salaamu Alaikum Udukhul. Be salam. The Malaika will greet you to say, Come in. And when people go for Hajj, the Hadith says, Al-Hajjul Mabrur, Laysalahu Jazaun, Illa Al-Jannah. A Hajj Mabrur. There's no better reward than Jannah. But there's three things included in there. These three things are included into a Hajj Mabrur. So you can't expect Allah grant us our hajjah salat of those. But it's also, there is work to be done. Nothing comes easy. And it is difficult to have family together. It's difficult to give in. You know, shaitan, you know, he tells you, if you're going to give in, your pride is going to keep, keep, keep you away. Your pride is going to do this to you. That's not your pride. Shaitan is telling you. Shaitan is telling you that send the death kiyama. Shaitan will also send Afrikaans, etivata ishtan. Don't blame me. Blame yourself. Right? So, my, if I ever think of Hajj, and I want a Hajj, my brother, I need to greet everybody. I need to keep family ties together. I need to feed family. Then I can expect that. Now, imagine if this was the Sula's words, and it's a day to the nation, and his arrival into, into, into Medina. What it means was his first words, how important it was, 
And why did he say this was? Because he knew that this will always be the downfall of the Ummah. The Ummah will always think that I don't have to greet you because you're younger than me. I am the person in charge. So, therefore, Rasulullah greeting is such an important way of keeping this Ummah together. The Ummah becomes splinters. Allah warned us, you'll become like any other nation. Only cause of pride, kibber, it causes us not to agree with you. I can disagree to agree. I might have a different opinion, but I can respect your opinion. Yes. I might, when we go for Hajj, we may be from different nations. We come for the same purpose. So, I shall wonder, you know, when people have tattoos, we always look down on them, you know. So, one day, the times we had Arafah with us, uh, zinc fencing, and the person on the other side making dua. We were South African all together, but not yes. somewhere, somewhere in Africa. But man is full of tattoos at the back, and he made salah, he made dua, so his ihram fell off. So you see all the tattoos on the person. So now you can imagine, maybe there's a bad boy in his days, and all this, you can, you can see what you want to think. But that man makes dua so sincerely. Mm-hmm. And those who are, this is the fence, is crying for his part. So in a moment, don't look down on anybody. The moment you look down on anybody, you then think, think yourself as a better person. And Shaitan, remember, Shaitan didn't steal. Shaitan didn't gamble. Shaitan didn't zina. Shaitan didn't backbite. The only thing that Shaitan did was to say, Anna khayru minu, I am better than you. Or I'm better than Adam. It's the only thing Shaitan said. So the moment you go for Hajj, and you think that you are better than Abdullah, didn't go for Hajj yet. The Hadith of the Son of Sayyidina, no? That of the gentleman, Kana fi qalbihi dharratum min al-kibar. A person was an atom of kibar in his heart won't enter Jannah. So when I go for Hajj and I want to make this community a united community, never think yourself is better. Because that will be your downfall. Imam Ghazali rahimahullah mm-hmm. ta'ala said, what I have built up in my salaha, in my piety, for 40 years, I have lost in a split second. They say, what I have built up of piety, of salahat, I have lost in a split second. Now, the Sufis always would know it by the beach or yes. by mountains. So he was walking on the beach, like the Sufis always did, maybe the long tasbi perhaps also, and big turban, a long top, and all those things. And you see this man sitting on the beach with a woman in his arm and a bottle in his hand. So he say, I thought to myself, Alhamdulillah, I'm not that bad yet. I'm better off. So as he came closer to the person, the person told me, no, you know what? You think you're better than me? I'm an angel. This is my mother, and this is medicine. <laughs> Just think, I say, well, what I have thought I shall better than the person. I'm not going with, with I'm, not, I'm not with liquor yet. And I'm crossing with women on the beach. And I don't do this. So I'm better than that person. What I've burned over 40 years of my piety, I've lost in one second by just thinking that I'm better than him. So when we go, I'm privileged, Alhamdulillah, Allah's given me this. I owe Allah a thank you. And when I make salah, I'm privileged. 
Therefore, when there's when after doing a good deed, it is just the right way to say Alhamdulillah Ladi Hadana Lihada wa Makuna Laula and Hadana Allah. You're saying I thank you to Allah for the Sidaya. Because if it wasn't for Allah's Hidayah, you would never you would have done this good thing. If you go for Hajj, not of your own accord, not your money. It is not your piety. It is the diary of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So without Allah's Hidayah, you would be like anybody else. We go to Masjid Big Salah, and we say that some people just walk past the Masjid. Allah, do, oh, Allah save me. I mustn't fall that way. Don't think yourself better. Don't receive good money, but it doesn't go for Hajj. Don't see yourself better. Make sure, Alhamdulillah, for the Zidaya Allah has given me, and I do it the right way and the way it's supposed to be done. Amen, inshallah. May Allah grant us understanding. Well, and on that note, Amen. we're going to go for ads. We will be back, listeners. But just um, to also inform you, when heartburn and indigestion hit, it feels as though your favorite food is fighting you. Fight back fast against heartburn and indigestion with Eno and this health help. A good night's rest is an important part of preventing heartburn. If you sleep less than eight hours a night, you risk aggravating your stomach's acidity levels, which could cause heartburn. Make sure you're relaxed before you go to bed by practicing meditation or yoga or doing some light exercises. If you suffer from heartburn, make sure you wait at least three hours between eating dinner and going to bed. If you lie flat soon after eating, you don't give your body enough time to move the food from your food pipe to your stomach. This means that stomach acid will most likely travel upwards to your food pipe and digest um, some of that food, causing heartburn and indigestion. If heartburn does hit, fight back with Eno Active Fruit Salts, your greatest partner in the battle against heartburn and indigestion. Eno Active Fruit Salts get you to work in just six seconds, neutralizing stomach acid on contact so you can keep living your life to the full. Friday Nasicha on the Voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi Yes, indeed. Um, we are at uh, 16 minutes past 11. The clock just changed, and we have Malana Asim Qasim in today with us, speaking about the unity of the Ummah and um, touching on the Hajj Mabrur, subhanAllah. And I think how apt, because we have so many of our listeners saying, MashaAllah, what a beautiful nasiha. A person's Hajj begins at home. Isn't that Malana? And it says, Wassalam. And also Malana, um, it says, yeah, MashaAllah, Malana, uh, from Amrita um, Isaac, son of the late Khadija Isaacs. And then it's one that says, is um, um, well done, Mala Najma Mubarak, and a blessed Hajj to all the Hujaj, inshallah. And then one that says, Assalamu alaikum, Juma Mubarak, and the Aisha, that's our Imam, Salams, Mawlana. <laughs> Subhanallah, so there's lots of fans there as well, Mawlana, alhamdulillah. O- o- only when you're the infamous Mawlana. Subhanallah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Aisha, to, to round up also, inshallah, is a little bit of advice for the Hujaj. They're leaving today, tomorrow, the next day. Um, is when you travel, it's important that there is an Amir. And our agents is the Amir. You know? And the Quran tells us at Atiullah wa Atiul Rasul wa ulil amrimenkum. We quickly to be in crying mode and we are so salih when we leave and we are so emotional. It only lasts till that we leave the door of the house. Take that emotions with us right through and bring it back, first of all. But when we travel, 
is to make sure that we respect authority. When the person in charge, because you decided to go with this particular group. Yes. So by the particular group, you now say that they are my Amir. I mean, the Amir means the people of authority. Quran say, obey Allah, obey His yeah. Rasul, and obey those in authority. When the agents say, turn left, don't ask how far left. It's very easy. Just turn left. When he says we're gonna go to the bus now, you go to the bus. Don't you decide now? I will go to the shop first, and then you know it's so difficult. A, a good follower makes a good leader. If Hujaz can follow, it makes the leaders work easy. It, people will tomorrow follow you when you tell them about Hajj. People will love to go for Hajj because now you now, now you can lead to tell them how good it is. But be a good follower first. Our character will come out somehow on this journey, right? Your character, you can, you can fool some people sometime, but you can't fool them all the time. So make dua, Allahumma hassin akhlaqana, or Allah beautify my character. The character of traveling, the akhlaq of traveling, the akhlaq of cohabit. Because now you have your own, normally you have your own room most now, yes. isn't it? Now you don't have a lot of money to buy, you don't have so much money to go and have your own room in, in Makkah and Hajj now, because it's too expensive. So now you see with other people. So respect everybody else's space in the room. Even going to the bathroom. It's not your own ensuite, it is not your own toilet that the toilet are four people or five people. If you go further to Azizia, by people of eight people, they're using one toilet. So it means when I go oh, in, yes. I leave it as how I would want to have it, not how I found it. That is akhlaq. Therefore, so I say, the part of Iman is to remove obstacles. The toilet is dirty, you don't cause everybody else unhappiness. I'd rather clean it. Yes. Nobody see you doing it when the door is closed. Only Allah see you doing it. So Allah will reward you for that. If the room, if we are group in the room, don't be the one that create the fitna. Don't create the ikhtilaf. Don't create the unhappiness. Rather be the least. And at times be the least. Hadith of Islam said Hadith, Man tawada alillah. Whosoever humbles himself for Allah's sake, Rafa Allah the Rajat, Allah will elevate him. So at times, other people in the room be the least, rather serve them, make their Hajj Mabul, make their Hajj better, and Allah will serve you. <laughs> right? So, then it's important. travel, look after your Iman and look after your own luggage. That you didn't pay the agent. To look after your luggage. We will pay for the luggage, but we will pay for your iman also. When you travel, that's what taught us, look after your iman. It means look after, make sure you, you put the best foot in front. Show the best of luck. Show the best adab. And look after your own luggage. So if you pack your bag full and you're a single old lady, carry your own bag. You didn't bring a sabi with. He didn't bring this boy to carry your bags. So buy less 
and then you don't have to inconvenience Anyone anybody. Else. The last one of Hajis, we have spent so much money to go. To where to? Not to Makkah. Go to the Haram. To Medina, to go to Masjid Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It is nice because now we have money in our hands, you know. Normally, working class people only have X amount that covers you. If you're a Sasa, then Sasa payroll. So you only get paid from the first, your money might last on the 10th. Now, suddenly, you have money. People give salakah, most of people give salawats. Yes. Right? Learn to budget. And I don't have to ask anybody. I don't have to expect from anybody. Right? So make sure I don't waste my time in any other place but in the Haram and Sharifain. If you have gone to Medina, a day is got 24 hours. At least I must spend maximum time inside the Haram. Otherwise, we're wasting our money, we're wasting our time. We go to Makkah. You know, they speak about Eno now, you know. Yes. You put Eno in the water, Eno, you know, it bottles up. But when the bubbling is gone, don't come up again. When we get to the Haram, make sure istiqama fawqal karama. Steadfastness. I go every day. Rather make one or two tawafs per day. Yes. But does it, don't make today ten. But tomorrow nothing. Right? What's very important for our hujaj, we are quick to go for all the ziyarats. And we go to the ziyarat and that ziyarat, your best ziyarat, yes, which is a rewarding. Allah will reward you nothing unless the three places. It's Haram in Medina, Haram in Makkah, and Masjid Kuba. Any other masjid has got no other no, no significance. You can make it like a masjid, same reward. Right? The only three masjids is giving you reward. So you can't stay, I'm going to climb the mountain of Jabal Uhud and Jabal Day and Jabal Day, and I must a salah in a haram. Then I am wasting my time, I'm wasting my money. Allah won't reward you even. Right? Your reward lies in these two masjids. So I make sure whenever I go, I spend time there. And by spending time there, somebody else's piety, even if I'm not pious, even if my heart is how dirty, somebody else's piety, whose cup of piety will flow over into my empty cup. The suhbat and the comparison of other people's piety will fall in my, my empty one. And when I come home, then this cup is some of the piety of others also in my cup also. And that is the aim of Hajj. Mm -hmm. Allah guide us all, make us one united Ummah, people that can stay together, pray together, and also day of Qiyamah, stand together for the one of subhanahu wa ta'ala, and also all of us enter into Jannah Wassalam wa akhir da'awana and alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. We say big shukran to Maulana for such great advice this morning. Subhanallah. You know, Maulana, you, you focus on and you mentioned the three um, haram as, as well. So we focus on the reward of just sitting in the haram, um, whether you're reciting, whether you're making tasbih, keeping the tongue with, whether you're making your tawaf, but just sitting and staring at the Kaaba. Just itself. looking at the Kaaba. Allah put it, you know, the first. 
make our hearts inclined to it. Right? But you can only get inclined if you're there. Indeed. Right? So if you don't, if you, if you can't sleep, spend it in the haram. If you tell yourself, I have three hours for myself, and eight hours to sleep, and I have the others what to eat, but the other hours of my day must be spent in the haram. You know, Aisha, if you spend time in Medina, your heart sometimes connects to the heart of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. I'm about the pious Mawlana, you know. But it's one of the best things in my life is when I sit there. And now I read Salawat directly to this man. Uh-huh. Well, who is this man? My leader. What leader? Best of creation. Khairul Khalq. The best person that ever put a foot on this dunya is this Nabi. So now why can, how can I not spend my time there and sit next to him? And there's many ways to get there, you know. There's many ways to you get there. You want to share with the people how to get there, just before I'm we the naughty greet. one. I'm always a naughty one, Natasha. <laughs> so I make sure that before the azan goes off, they don't allow ziyar anymore. Sit down for the men. Yes. So I walk from wherever I am, 20 minutes time, to walk to make sure about it. Between six to seven minutes before the azan, my foot or my body is near to the, near to the cover. Now they said, sit down. So I sat by him. So part of the day, perhaps, good company. I, 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 get, I get good company. And now I can sit to him and I can say to him, Sallallahu alayka ya Rasulallah. Salamu alayka ya Rasulallah. Salamu alayka ya Rasulallah. Thousand, thousand. I can say it over and over and over. And then I close my eyes and I, and I can imagine, I wonder what did this man mean to such people? This man must have had a massive impact on their life. If you could have an impact on the life of, of Bilal, radiallahu anhu. Bilal was a black man. Bilal was a slave. And this Bilal found hope only in the character of this man. So sometimes, by sitting more there, I might, the piety of that man lying there, might go into my life. Amen, this quality of this man that lying there, this leader of us lying there, might come into my life. So I say, Anas people will be with those whom we love. So I love the company of that man. This great person. This great this marvelous leader. And if this leader can do something to me for those who have passed and I didn't see him, I never heard him speaking, and Allah can put this love of this man into my heart. I might have some of his qualities, some of his character, some of his ways of doing things might be inculcated into my life. That is one of the good things of spending time with a man. And he is Sayyidina Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, person that has come. If it wasn't for him, Allah would have created this dunya and this earth. It is through him and Allah. And he brought that unity amongst different people, different enemies should all come together because of how this marvelous, uh, a better word than marvelous, can you say, a leader could have brought to humanity in this world. Allah guide us all. Amen. Allah guide us the love of Rabbi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah guide us the love of the Haramain Sharifain. Allah keep us that we always respect and give total respect to this particular place. I mean, I mean, Ya Rabbul Alain, I mean, shukran so much, Maulana, and all the success to Maulana as well for that. Oh.
השיחה on the voice of the cape